1: Guys and welcome to another episode of the dream bigger podcast i'm your host sif and i'm the founder of icing and glitter which is a blog instagram page and youtube channel before we get into today's episode i wanted to thank you guys for all the amazing emails and reviews after last week's episode i'm so glad you guys enjoyed it and your emails make my day i was in la last week and didn't have a chance to answer everyone immediately but i promise i'm getting to you if i haven't yet I also wanted to take a second to announce that I'm bringing back my beauty giveaway for the next few weeks. This is good news for you because I'm giving away a beauty goodie bag to everyone who subscribes to and reviews this podcast. All you have to do to receive one of these is send me a screenshot of your subscription and review and check your mail a few weeks later. Your reviews are so important and mean the whole world to me. So if you enjoy the Dream Bigger podcast, I so appreciate you taking the time out to write one. With all that out of the way, let's jump into today's episode. I'd like you guys to give a warm welcome to Michelle August, the founder of Spinco. If you're into fitness classes and are from or have visited Canada, you've probably heard of Spinco. It's like an institution here. Spinco, as the name suggests, is a spin studio that Michelle started when she was just 22 years old. Since then, it's grown exponentially, having just opened the doors to its 10th location. Spinco was a fundamental part of my fitness journey. It was my first taste of group fitness and I fell in love with it immediately. To this day, it's like therapy to me, both physical and emotional, and you can always find me there once a week whenever I'm in Toronto. I knew I wanted to chat with Michelle about how she became an entrepreneur in the fitness world, and I'm so happy I did because it was a really interesting conversation. I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and if you haven't tried spinco yet give it a go and with that let's welcome michelle august to the dream bigger podcast so michelle let's start from the beginning tell me about your background
0: Um, my background started originally with actually playing university basketball in Mm. california um, I've always been a part of team sports since I could walk and run. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got home, back to Kelowna, I actually started working at my father's car dealership, working for my brother, um, started selling cars, and I didn't love it as much as my family probably had yeah. I loved <laughs> it. I really lost actually my drive to work out on a daily basis. I missed my team. That yes. was why I chose to do a lot of the things that I did. Mm-hmm. I I kind of kept going back and forth with mm-hmm. ideas of what I wanted to create and what I wanted to do on my own. Mm-hmm. I didn't exactly know if it was going to be spin bikes, rowing machines, yoga mats, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that I wanted to create a community and a safe space and something for people like me. And really anybody to be able to get back into their fitness routine or find something that they emotionally connect to not only physically connect to and after about a year of of thinking they actually found a a space that's how it all started above Lululemon in, in Kelowna and and I basically signed a lease, and I was like, "All right, I guess it's time to figure this out now." So, That's
1: amazing. Yeah, and I I think like it's so clear that now that you're telling me that you come from that sort of background where it's like yeah. um like sports because like you guys always say like one team, one bike, and That's like right. I love that. It it feels like you're in a team, like yeah. when you're when you're spending at Spinco, and I love that about it.
0: Yeah, it's it's actually really funny too because. I, my dad kept all, like, my basketball plaques and all that kind of stuff, and he sent it to me maybe, like, six months, almost a year ago now, uh-huh. and he's, like, check this out, and it's just a photo of, of me and my basketball team, and it's, like, um, one ball, one court, one this, one that, one family, one, like, everything, and I oh was, like, my God.
1: do I just, did I do
0: this on purpose, or... I totally didn't even know this plaque even existed, so it was really cool that just seeing that, like, it really brought tears to my eyes. I was like, okay, this is, you know, I'm doing the right thing, and it's definitely, like, wholeheartedly what I've chosen to do, and yeah. uh, and kind of the, yeah, the angle we wanted to go with Spinko, for sure.
1: I mean, it shows, like, and you guys have had such incredible success in, like, such a short period of time.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, it's been really special. For yeah. Sure.
1: So you you said like, like you were trying to figure out whether it was like spin, rowing, yoga. What made you decide on spin specifically?
0: I love high intensity things. Mm-hmm. I not basketball. I, mean, tell, basketball. <laughs> I played soccer. Yeah. I, um, downhill ski raced everything, and I think it was more so the high intensity aspect of it that i really resonated with for sure mm-hmm.
1: and were you into spinning before this
0: i wasn't i i road biked mm-hmm. uh, quite a bit in colonna just, just really beautiful there so it's a nice kind of sunday afternoon activity but that was that was really it for me
1: That's amazing that you were able to start it. Like, yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's such a, it's such a cool space. I'm such a, like, like, I love coming here. It's like my Saturday happy place. (laughs) Um, So did you always know you wanted to be an entrepreneur? Like, did you study something related to it in school? Like,
0: no, I didn't. Um, When I went to to university Everyone's like oh what are you studying and i was like basketball like i was like <laughs> yeah, i'm to take general ed and you know have fun in california and yeah and i listened to my heart that way too uh-huh. and i have this whole journey and i think that's what makes spinco really special and and it's honestly made it a success because it's it's all about a lot of it's my gut feeling and just making sure that everybody is happy supported whether it's your first-time rider, your 500th ride, or our instructors and our staff, so.
1: That's amazing. So you obviously have this, like, you've grown so fast, and you have all of these studios, like, around Canada. How many do you have right now?
0: Uh, we just opened our 10th in Bedford, Halifax. So Tay Landry was one of our first um, partners yeah. and she has now two locations in just over a year. So that's really special to me for sure. And then we have our 11th in um, actually second location in Victoria and number 12 will be Montreal.
1: Wow. Okay. So with that, do you have any productivity hacks?
0: Um. Yeah, it's, I mean, honestly, my life is a little bit of a gong show. (laughs) It changes every single day. Yeah. Um, Something that I really try and do to make myself more productive Mm -hmm. is honestly go spin. Mm -hmm. Um, If I had a long day and I know that I still have more stuff to do at night, if I ride, I'm I'm wired almost and I have a couple hours left in me that, that I can focus on a few other things that I can do and... Um, A lot of it too is, is our team is just really productive in itself like I'll be getting text messages at 10 o'clock at night and these guys are still like itching to keep going and mm-hmm. that to me is makes me more productive too because the team is just so excited to to keep pushing
1: I love that and I think like movement is such a good tip because Mm -hmm. I feel the same way because you know even those days where you're feeling like super lethargic and you don't want to get off the couch but then you just like go and force yourself and it's just like the best feeling after you You really do get more productive and like focused
0: yeah I mean a lot of the times too in our classes as well we always say the hardest part's getting through the door and it really is yeah Yeah. once
1: you're there you're there you know and then like you're just kind of like in it so I think that's a really really good tip Yeah, for sure. So, you like when you were starting your own studio, like you've signed this lease and you're, you know, you're about to go right in. Did you have any fears? And I ask this because so many times when we're about to embark on a new project, whether it's like a business venture or a side hustle or whatever, we tell ourselves this like, fear-based narrative that almost, like, makes us doubt ourselves. So, sure. like, did you have any such fears?
0: Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, I was only 22 at the time as oh, well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like a baby. So, yeah, right? I I obviously feared of failing like anyone would. You know, it's um, it's not a cheap studio to start. Totally, you know, there's yeah. a lot that goes into it and all that kind of stuff. But My family was extremely supportive. Um, My dad and brother are, and my mom as well, are are all very entrepreneurial and very intelligent as well. So, you know, um, people ask what I, like you even, what I did in university, what I studied. And I normally say I learned more sitting on my dinner table at night than I did actually going to school. Mm -hmm. So having my family so supportive was huge for me.
1: Yeah, I think it's really important, like, even for me, I, like, during my undergrad, I didn't study anything creative, you know, yeah. and, like, I decided to go this route because, like, same thing, like, my parents, like, my family is super supportive and, like, always teaching me skills, like, how to think on my feet, like, how to be Creative and entrepreneurial. So I think it's like really, really great to surround yourself with like people who give you that motivation. For sure.
0: And I mean, they ask the right questions too, right? Mm-hmm. They don't just sit there and pump your tires. They, you know, ask the right questions. They challenge you. And, yes. And they do it in a positive way.
1: I think it's so important. Yeah. Like even... I think even if um, someone doesn't have that kind of family background to like surround yourself with people who like do that, I think it's like so important, you know, especially if you want to succeed at something.
0: Yeah, and and I mean, even if even if it's your friends, like my friends don't really. I mean, one's actually a singer, and you know, a lot of them have their own paths in life, and. And it's great, but a lot of the times, too, I'll just kind of reach out to them and be like, hey, like, what do you guys think of this? Mm-hmm. And even if it is business-related or if it's something hard that I have to deal with in business, it's always just so nice to talk to those people around you, no matter what their background is, and just really hearing what other people have to say and what other people think. And that's really like how I've learned to grow this and keep going.
1: Yeah, I think that's amazing. So... Speaking of also, what's been a pivotal struggle struggle for you? So one that felt really awful at the time, but you learned a lot from?
0: Yeah, um, honestly, I think I would have to say construction <laughs> and building um, these elaborate studios. You have to put a lot of faith in your contractor, and uh-huh. um, that's always been a bit of a challenge for 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 me anyways and just being able to like let go and make sure this person's making all the right choices and your studio is going to look exactly how you want it Mm -hmm. um that might be one struggle um honestly like it's I don't really it's hard to like think of like an actual like struggle struggle because Mm -hmm. everything that we do I strongly believe it's a little cliche, but it happens for a reason. Totally, yeah. And, you learn from yeah, it, right? whatever like, like the struggle is, it's it's honestly like, good for you. Yeah. Um, you know, learning how to have super hard conversations with people, and you know, sometimes instructors and they, you know, they put their absolute heart and soul into this, and mm-hmm. and sometimes you do have to have those hard conversations, and it's just the way of life and the way of business. And, yeah. And that's also something I've really, really learned a lot about for sure.
1: Yeah, I think it, that's, a, that's a good answer because like, I, I think people don't realize like the messy part when it comes to like yeah. running a business, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. having those really difficult conversations yeah. and yeah, I know like you just don't want to hurt people, but totally.
0: yeah. Yeah, I have an easier time signing, you know, these massive leases and you know, putting my butt on the line, but when it comes to someone else's butt, I'm like, this is so much harder. I yeah. know. I, yeah. I can imagine.
1: <laughs> okay, so um, I think I did my first Spinco class, like, I want to say a year and a half ago. Yeah. And, like, I fell in love with the studio right away just because I felt that it had such a high vibe energy.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I was wondering, like, how did you go about like cultivating such an incredible environment?
0: kind of goes back to why I started I wanted to create the experience the community the the vibe and everything that all came first Mm -hmm. and um, the bikes basically came last in a sense and you know I've worked with a lot of professionals in the industry to build this program and this like solid you know foundation of what we do and training the instructors like I can teach anybody how to ride a bike and to learn our program and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, but you need those special people um, that that can, you know, carry on my vision as well and really believe in it and have that right personality and be able to bring out like the smiles and the energy and everybody and it's just naturally how they are and how they are in our community as well Mm -hmm.
1: yeah I think having like good instructors like it really sets the tone right because like like I go to Maxi's classes and like I post about it on Instagram all the time so anyone who follows me like knows like I'm obsessed with her and like literally I've been on the bike and like you know she's she's talking or whatever and it's like gotten me emotional you know like it's insane yeah like, yeah, it's, it's such a cool environment that you've cultivated with your, like, with the instructors. Like, I think
0: it's, it's yeah, really, and, really great. And I think the best part, too, is, I mean, we have instructors like Maxi and, and you and there's some people that get so deep and sometimes we call it Sunday service. Nope, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then there's other instructors like Adam and you know there's rebecca and everybody has their own their own style, vibe yeah. and that's what people feed off to is like the all the authentic, authenticity behind all of our instructors I don't want them to be exactly like one person or like me. I want them to be themselves and people really feed off that as well.
1: Yeah. I think like people should be doing the different, like experiencing the different instructors because like they all have something different to offer. Like I've done Rebecca's classes. I've done Adam. Like I've done, I think most people who teach in the Toronto studios and like they all have such an, like a, a unique energy. And I think, I mean like the positivity is the sort of, common thing between them but yeah they're all so different and it's it's so interesting
0: yeah yeah
1: so changing directions a little bit what does your fitness routine look like
0: um my fitness routine is very similar to my life also all over the map um if i it's sometimes hard like i mean we're sitting in my office right next to one of the studios and Mm -hmm. sometimes i cancel myself out of class too and i'm human as well and Mm -hmm. um i do try and Spin at least three to four times a week, mm-hmm. um, at a minimum. And you know when I do find like some of our instructors are you now teaching at Berries or they're teaching um, yoga or other things, and I I just tend to follow them around because yeah. I love them and want to support them. So yeah. when they are teaching at other studios, I love to go and and check them out. But mm-hmm. I mean, my fitness routine probably isn't what you would expect for an owner of a fitness studio. Yeah. <laughs> um, Like I said again, it's a lot about like the emotions and the team, and you know, supporting everybody. And I definitely love to ride, and I'm used to teach, and I definitely miss it. Yeah. But it's it's I got. 25 other amazing people that can do that job, right? Totally. So, you gotta, yeah. you got to pick and choose where you're putting yeah. your efforts into. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so do you, you prefer, I guess, mostly like class environments for that like team vibe, I guess?
0: I do. I had a personal trainer for a while. Mm-hmm. It just kind of got hard to set that exact time slot every single day and, mm-hmm. and really commit to him as well. So yeah, I do focus more so on the, on the group atmosphere.
1: Got it. And do you have any tips for someone who wants to start getting in shape?
0: Yeah, it depends a lot on, on obviously like you as a person and how, and how you want to go about getting there and what your, what your goal may be. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I obviously always recommend spin. It's just, it's a very low impact workout. It's, really easy if you're just trying to get used to things and you know the the class is dimly lit it's dark you don't have to be afraid of of what other people think you're doing mm-hmm. and like I said is a very safe place it's a second home for people and um just finding that that safe place for you and mm-hmm. maybe it's walking your dog every day right I it's totally up to the person and I wouldn't I wouldn't give one direction over the other because everyone is is very different but yeah
1: I think yeah, move movement of any sort, right? Like if yeah. you've not done anything ever, like you're so right. Like going out for a walk, like yeah. starting with like things that don't intimidate you, like and it's so true. I mean, I feel like so many classes, like Spinco, is one of the top examples. Like I feel like because it's dimly lit, it, it you you kind of feel like you're in your own world and like yeah like there's like not that kind of pressure I guess you could say and so it's like a good beginner place
0: yeah yeah and that's what we always want to focus on too is is coming back to the roots as to why you're here and why you're walking through our doors and you know we have world-class athletes that come in and we have professional hockey players and all that kind of stuff and then we do have that the mom that just had her second baby and you know she is trying to get back into her fitness routine and so it's really special to me to see the different ranges of people. I actually think the oldest person we had in one of our studios was like 84. Get out of here. Which was really cool in Kelowna a while ago. That's crazy. And she that's like amazing. She, just came and hung out. she was like this is great. <laughs> so it was really cool. I love
1: that. Yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah. So walk me through a day in the life of Michelle.
0: Um, well, every morning I wake up and take Molly, my dog, to She's like the super Starbucks. cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we go get our morning coffee and either head to uh, Summerhill location, sometimes downtown and uptown. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an office as well that sometimes I go to. I, I'm i actually so used to just working on The benches outside of the studio yeah that it's weird for me to be in an (laughs) office setting and I like the loud music around us the staff having fun Mm and you know everyone kind of collaborating together so um sometimes I'm flying to Montreal for the day or driving to Hamilton for the day or Oakville or you know wherever it is Mm -hmm. so again back to my fitness routine and why it's so maybe a little messy my life is is all over the place and I mean I love it I wouldn't want two days to be the same really
1: yeah 100% and I think like that is the thing with like entrepreneurs like you're kind of doing like a hundred different things like wearing so many hats a little
0: bit of ADD sometimes yeah oh gosh
1: (laughs) Tell me yeah. about it. Like, oh, yeah. honestly, I feel like we're all on the same boat when you're, like, doing so much and yeah, like, your time sure. is, like, split in, like, a hundred different directions.
0: Yeah, it's so fun, though, and I love that part about it, for sure.
1: Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. thrive off that energy, right? Yeah. So do you have – um could you share your one biggest wellness tip with, like, our listeners?
0: I think – Yeah, I think wellness comes more so within than from the outside Um, and you know that's that's a lot to do with what we do at the studio is Mm -hmm. you know it's it's the inspiration versus the motivation Mm -hmm. side of of giving direction in a workout we really try and inspire our riders to turn it up one more time Mm -hmm. so again whether that's you get wellness from listening to music and, again, just going for a walk in the park, that's totally up to you. And mm-hmm. I really think balance is a huge key, too. I mean, obviously having fun and and being mm-hmm. out in the community and doing all that kind of things and, and finding joy in the day-to-day aspects of your life, for mm-hmm. sure.
1: I love that. Okay, also, what is the biggest piece of advice you can give to someone who wants to start their own business?
0: Let the fear... Uh, fall away and I mean all your uncertainties and all that kind of stuff they'll eventually go away just definitely kind of climb through that and all of like I said all those uncertainties and all that kind of stuff will will definitely be worth it one day if you're in love with what you're doing and you know exactly why you're doing it not just what you want to do.
1: Amazing. And before we wrap, how many studios do you have and what is coming up next?
0: So, like I said, we have uh, 10 studios that are open. Uh, Montreal will be number 12, or sorry, um, I always honestly lose track. (laughs) Um, So we just opened number 10 in Halifax. 11 will be our second location in Victoria. Mm -hmm. 12 will be Montreal and we're working on Hamilton right now as well. Just trying to find our location out there. Um, that's really new to everybody. And we're looking to open probably about six more this next fiscal year. Oh my God, kind of you're like <laughs> taking over. <laughs> and keep growing. I mean, it's where we grow through the partners that we find in these cities. If mm-hmm. you can tell, we are all over the map. And it's, again, it's really all about that person that's there that can bring that energy, that community, and be the best brand ambassador for SPINCO in their city.
1: Amazing. Before we wrap, where can everyone find you?
0: Uh, My personal handle on Instagram is just Michelle August. And obviously find all of the SPINCO locations. So it's always at spinco toronto Kelowna, vancouver all the cities are there
1: amazing guys if you're in any of these cities you got to check them out i'm going to put it all in the show notes thanks so much michelle
0: thanks so much